0: This is a sample episode of a new podcast series called Sleep Whispers. This new podcast focuses on whispered readings and whispered ramblings, which may help you to relax and fall asleep. If you enjoy this sample episode, then you can subscribe to the Sleep Whispers podcast by using the subscribe link in the show notes of this episode. Or you can search for the podcast wherever you access your podcasts. And now, here is a sample episode of the Sleep podcast. Whispers
1: podcast.
2: Hello, this is the first episode of Sleep Whispers. It is, or or it's going to be, I guess a podcast of whispered ramblings and
1: whispered readings. And
2: I'm hoping that it's something that will help you to fall asleep if you have trouble falling asleep. Or maybe you'll use it for relaxation. I guess you can, you know, use it however you want to use it. My name is
1: Harris. Uh, Harris is actually
2: my, my middle name, but I've always really liked it, and this was a good opportunity. It as my name. Uh, I'm kind of nervous. <laughs> I've never recorded myself whispering before. I guess, I'm, well, I know I'm inspired by several important people. kind of started the recording himself, whispering, to help others relax and fall asleep. So, of course, Whispering Life, she really uh, showed that you could create these entire programs of just whispering about anything, and that people enjoyed it and were relaxed by it, and especially in, for me, uh, like to fall asleep to it.
1: So she kind of did, I don't know if revolution
2: several years ago, and of course since then there's been a lot of amazing YouTube artists or content creators on YouTube that have had whisper channels, and they've all been very um, inspirational and motivating. Um, the people who have put out whisper and ASMR programs on podcasts because that's how um, I decided to do this is through a podcast. So the people or programs that have inspired and motivated me podcasts, and that our podcasts are um, Sleep Station, um, the ASMR Podcast, and the ASMR Newscast. And there may be others I'm forgetting. I think ASMR HQ. shot. I figure I'll explain how my podcast is going to be organized. Uh, Well, it's going to be organized and unorganized. I don't know if that's the best way to describe it. Maybe structured and unstructured. sections and a lot of rambling within those sections. So, like this section is the introduction. So that's the structure and then I'm just rambling. So, I guess that's the unstructured part. All right, so here's the here's the other sections. <laughs> I came up with, alright, the first section, well, after the intro, is, well, I'll just list them off, and then I'll talk through each one. So I've come up with five sections that, at this point, I plan on having in future podcasts,
1: that could change. Those sections are curious quotes, meta chat, sleep tips and facts, the duck in, and the fade out. Okay, I'll explain each one
2: as I get to it. So the first section after the intro is the curious quote. This is going to be me reading and discussing a quote. <laughs> so I guess it's Not so surprising. That is a quote. I got this idea because a long time ago, or years ago, um, I started to collect quotes in a, like a journal book of quotes that had meaning to me. help me see something different, see it different, differently, differently, see it differently. And,
1: um, or, they were quotes that kind of
2: reflected how I did start seeing something differently. Um, But anyway, I, I, I think that's I think I've just explained pretty much the meaning of all quotes. They either represent how you already think, or they give you a new thought.
1: Yeah. Alright, so, that's what quotes are.
2: Um, so, I have this <laughs> journal book of... This, I've never counted them, but it has got to be hundreds of quotes in there. And so I think this is good for me to do as a section because it's been a while since I've opened that book of quotes and I remember when I was creating it, part of my reason was to create something to go back to and kind of remind myself of, of who I am. Probably, more importantly, I guess, is who I want to be. And a lot of those quotes, can, the purpose was that they would remind me
1: of how to be a better person. I I think it's good when you're
2: falling asleep. I think how it's also good for you, or for me, because I still like to do this, is I like to think about something positive while I'm falling asleep. I I don't know if this is true, but I feel like if I think about something positive while I'm falling asleep, then and I'll wake up in a good mood (laughs) it sounds like a good idea anyway and I usually do have good dreams and wake up in a good mood but
1: maybe that would happen anyway I don't know but it just feels good to think about good things and
2: and I guess it's, well, I guess another reason is, if you think about bad things, they stress you out. And then you end up having trouble falling asleep. So, I guess it's a little bit of, for both reasons. Alright. Alright, so here's the, the first quote that I'm going to do, that I'm, that I'm going to do in this show the first quote that I put into the journal book. So this was, it was a little piece of scrap piece of paper that I saw this quote somewhere, I cut it out, I don't even know where, and I cut it out, and I had it like stuck somewhere, and I kept moving it around because I like this quote. And then finally I said, well, I'm going to stick this quote in a journal book, and that's what kind of started my journal book was the fact that I had this piece of quote, or this this quote on a piece of paper that I kept with me. I figured it needed a home. And I decided that having a quote book would just be helpful for me as a person. Alright. So here is today's or tonight's Depends when you're sleeping. Here is tonight's curious quote Wearing shorts usually reveals nothing about a man so much as his indifference to public opinion. By in the person that this quote is attributed to, it is Franklin B. Jones. I tried to find a year. I just did a quick search and I didn't find a year. So I don't know when this was said, but I get the impression from from what the quote is that it was probably a while ago. Okay, I'll I'll read it again in case uh, I said it too slow it's hard to understand me, because I'm whispering. So, here's the quote again. Wearing shorts usually reveals nothing but a man, so much as his indifference to public opinion. So, first off, um, I don't interpret this to be a quote that's only applicable to men. I think it's find yourself. So, this quote could apply to anyone, and I think it's a quote from true. And then for cultures where it's not true today, it might have been true a while ago. So what I get out of this quote
1: is, (laughs) what it means to me is that um, we shouldn't stress so much about dressing to please others. It's... I I don't know how to picture this guy
2: in this quote as, you know, is he this philosopher who is wearing shorts and making this profound philosophical statement? Or is he just this crazy person Doesn't care what he wears. <laughs>
1: I don't know. Either way, I I kind of have admiration for him. And I think it's I think it's a projection because I can remember you know being a young kid and you know stressing out the clothes I was wearing
2: and the shoes I was wearing and what kids at school would think. So there's something, you know, almost cool about this guy. You know, and
1: that he doesn't really care what others think. Because I'm sure it's something Kids struggle with,
2: and I'm not a kid anymore, but yet,
1: you know, it's something I think we all struggle with.
2: about what other people think about what I'm wearing, but yet I still do care. And I think what the hard thing to do is to find that appropriate balance. Because I still think, or I think it's it's good to care. Because there's appropriateness for certain situations. But if you care too much, then it can stress you out. Because it's something that you just always worry about. So
1: I think I try to find, you know, that happy balance It's something that I'm comfortable wearing and it feels
2: appropriate. But I'm not doing it just to please others. I'm doing it because it suits me. But yeah, that's so cultural. So (laughs) I I guess I don't know, like I don't have I really don't have a deep philosophy on this. I just know I don't stress out about it as much. As I did. Huh? you know, As a kid, for sure. And I know it's still important in our society to care to degree. Anyway, I.
1: <laughs> I don't. I, I guess the bottom line is I just don't. I don't have a lot of concern about it. And so that's good. It's like. stress about of buying clothes and i just get dressed and go to work and don't really think about it All right? i guess that's enough rambling about that quote Alright, um what do you think about dressed out about what other people think about your clothes. You know, it may depend on your age,
2: your culture, you know, what kind of environment you're in. I don't know, you know, I think it's times when it's important. Right, I'm back to random. thoughts about the Curious Quote. So I'll read it to you again, and you can ponder it. It's wearing shorts usually reveals nothing about a man, so much as his indifference to public opinion. Alright, so you can email me your thoughts if you want, and I'll share them in the next section of this podcast. Section number section number two is called Meta Chat. So this is where I'll chat about something to do this podcast. Like if you email me what you think about that quote, I chat about that in the meta chat section. So, Meta is M-E-T-A and I I, <laughs> I should have looked it up to make sure, but anyway, this is how I think of what this word means, is it's something that refers back to itself. That's how I apply it, and that's how I understand it. But maybe that's not the best definition. bad examples, because I made these up. I didn't go to meta.com and confirm that these are good examples, but the first thing that came to my mind as an example of something meta is a t-shirt that refers to itself, like, my parents went to Disney, and all they got me was this stupid t-shirt. I think that's, I think that's meta. Or, a TV show about making TV
1: shows. Or, a podcast about making podcasts. I don't
2: know, I think those are meta. Uh, Anyway, so this will be the meta chat section. And because section, you may need my email. So you can email me at sleepwhispers at gmail.com. And there's also a contact page on my website, which is sleepwhispers.com. So it's all just the same name is the podcast, sleepwhispers at gmail.com,
1: and then sleepwhispers.com. Yeah, I made mean, it simple. All right, so,
2: things I talk about in the meta chat are um, email from you, so any questions
1: I'll share here, um, including suggestions for improvement, so if you have any ideas, let me know. Um, I'd also talk about updates to the
2: podcast, like if I change the structure. So say it turns out that no one likes the curious quote then I might announce we're done with the curious quote. Uh, Or if someone suggests a new section, then I might announce, hey, we have a new section. Um, I also might share any changes to the website. But Right now, there's nothing on the website. Because I haven't this podcast yet, so I don't know. you can let me know what you want to see on the website
1: because uh, at minimum it's just
2: going to be these podcasts.
1: Uh, the other, oh, other stuff for the meta chat section will be could be.
2: behind the scenes, so maybe it's funny stuff that happened while I was recording. I don't know. I really don't know what funny stuff was gonna happen. Probably none.
1: Um, but... Oh, the other thing is...
2: I don't know why I forgot the other thing, because it's what I'm gonna talk about today.
1: But equipment I use. Uh, so, in case you're curious about any of the equipment, I'll just
2: share some tidbits in the meta jam. Oh, and, of course, your ideas. So, anything you want to know or you want me to chat about that has to do with the podcast, I can chat about or, well, just any, anything Alright, so today's, or tonight, let <laughs> me keep saying today, which is funny because it is, it is 9 p.m. at night right now, so should be appropriate for me to say tonight to
1: me, even if I wasn't thinking that it's probably night for you, alright? So the,
2: the chat topic for tonight is,
1: or are, my microphones. So, to let you know, because I don't think you can tell yet, because
2: I haven't really done anything, but I'm using two microphones. So, this is, I don't know if you can tell, but if you have headphones on, you should be able to tell that I'm talking a bit more towards the right microphone right now and now I'm talking more towards the left microphone. So I haven't really made great use of them so far. I think because this is my first whisper session and I'm nervous. I don't have a system down yet. <laughs> and I don't like systems. So I have to have a system down as to how much do I go from my right microphone to my left microphone. So you can let me know how that sounds and if it's something I should do more. Just wanna talk between the world's quietest studio or home studio microphone. I don't have the box, but it's one of those two things. They are very quiet, and what that means is that they don't produce a lot of noise, like internal noise, so all microphones have some internal noise that they create and for most people that record they don't really need to worry so much about that but if you're whispering then you need a very sensitive microphone that can pick up very subtle sounds and
1: You have to turn up the volume on your output so much
2: that you can hear the noise that's created by the microphone itself. Anyway, uh, these two microphones are pretty quiet, so that helps. Of course, that doesn't matter if I was in a noisy environment
1: you have a quiet environment and a quiet microphone, then the recording tends to be pretty clean. Uh, Alright. Well, if you have any questions about my microphone, microphones, and you want
2: me to chat more about them, you just let me know. Uh, if there's any other mic equipment you're curious about, you can ask just end up telling you at some point anyway. All depends. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to not ramble too much. Especially for this first one. Right, so that is the meta chat section. Now the next section is sleep tips and facts. And it will all episode.
1: We'll just have one sleep tip or one sleep fact. So, A sleep tip
2: would be, you know, some piece of information or advice to help you sleep. And a sleep fact might be something like trivia, like what animal sleeps the most, or the least, I don't know, it could be something like that, um, or the sleep fact could be something, uh, having to do with, like, sleep research, sleep science, something nerdy, I like nerdy stuff, so, could be, like, some recent publication about sleep, where they, I don't know.
1: Probably focus mostly on uh, sleep tips, especially initially, but I figure there's, I'm going to run out of those after a while, I don't know, we'll have to see, and then I'll start doing sleep facts, Or, or maybe
2: you have some sleep tips you can share. Let me first get to today's, today's, tonight's, there I go again, tonight's sleep tip. Uh, Because I want to close this, this section with inviting you to submit any of your sleep tips or tricks. But I'm jumping ahead because I can't help myself. Alright night's sleep tip is from the Mayo Clinic. All I did was, I put the
1: words sleep tip into Google, and I hit return, and my mission was to
2: grab the first sleep tip that came up in the search results. So, it came up from the Mayo Clinic, so probably, I don't know, I didn't write it down, but mayoclinic.com would be a good guess. Anyway, uh, here it is. It is five words. Well, the tip is summarized in five words, and then there's a paragraph I'll read. Alright, the tip is, stick to a sleep schedule. Alright, so that's, that's just good advice, and I think for anyone that's struggled sleeping, they probably have heard that before. Anyway, here is what the Mayo Clinic says about that tip. So they have a paragraph, alright, uh, quote. Go to bed and get up at the same time, every day, even on weekends, holidays, and days off, being consistent reinforces your body's sleep-wake cycle and helps promote better sleep at night. There's a caveat, though. If you don't fall asleep within about 15 minutes, get up and do something relaxing. Go back to bed when you're tired. If you agonize over falling asleep, you might find it even tougher to nod off. End quote. Yeah, um, yeah, I've, like, I've heard this, and I've read this, and I'm horrible at doing this. (laughs) So what about you? Are you good at sticking to a sleep schedule? Let's see what they said. They said, um, go to bed and get up at the same time every day. No, I don't do that. And I know I should. And the next... And then they say, even on weekends. Oh, no. I love sleeping in on weekends. Oh, they even have holidays. You can't sleep in on holidays. And you can't sleep in on days off. That's tough. But... This is not a profound sleep tip. It is just... A good one, and it's number one. I guess it's the number one. The number one sleep tip is because it's what we should be doing. We
1: really should be sticking to a sleep schedule, and I need to do that. So, no, know. no. I know what I should be doing. It's
2: like dieting. <laughs> junk food. Easier said than done. But mm, I'm here to remind you, and I'm also going to admit to you, I'm not good at this, but we all need to be reminded to do the best we can and try to stick to a sleep schedule. All right, hopefully with more commitment than the way I just said that there. Um, what else did they say? Uh, if you don't fall asleep within about 15 minutes, get up and do something relaxing. Okay, I'm not good at doing that either. I'll just lie in bed for a long time, because I'm worried if I get up, I'm just going to wake myself up more. But I'm sure the Mayo Clinic is smarter than I am, so. And then they say, if you agonize or fall asleep, you might find it even tougher to nod off. Yeah. Well, I do if I have to. If I'm worried that I'm, like, not falling asleep for a long time, and then I'm worried about getting, t- being, feeling tired the next day, then I do agonize over it. It's Friday night. I don't agonize, because I don't want to sleep in, (laughs) and I know that my Mayo Clinic frowns on that, alright? So anyway, that is tonight's sleep tip. Stick to a sleep schedule. Maybe you're listening to this because you like me, and you're not good at that uh, if you have any oh yeah, this is what I want to end the section with is to encourage you to send me any sleep tips or tricks uh, or confessions <laughs> confessions about sleep, confessions of good at doing what you should be doing to get good sleep and then we can encourage good behavior together uh, so anyway send me your thoughts about sleep tips and stuff to sleepwhispers at com, and I'll share them in the next meta chat alright Next section is called the duck in <laughs> I know it's kind of a goofy name, but it's it's exactly that. It is preparing you
1: to fall asleep um, because the next section is the last section,
2: and the last section is the one that is most meant to. encourage you, that's too weak, not stimulate you, that's too strong, most uh, designed to help you to fall asleep. Uh, anyway, we'll get to that in a second. So this is the tucking phase. This is where you kind of start to, uh, if you're using this to fall asleep, um, to prepare
0: yourself to fall asleep kind of just sewn out during the next session, the last session. So, this is the tuck-in. <laughs> Alright, so here,
2: here's what I want you to do for the tuck-in. And you can actually pause the podcast if you need to do any of these. If you're not already um, ready to fall asleep right now, but you know you should. Okay, so here's what you need to do. <laughs> get into your pajamas if you wear pajamas. Just meaning if you're just lying on your bed with your work shoes on and your coat on and you have a hat on. I don't know. Just if you're not ready uh, to fall asleep yet. Uh, If your clothes aren't appropriate, then just go get into whatever you sleep in. Um, also the bathroom. So I sound like a parent. Hey you, is this your last chance? Go to the bathroom because we're heading into the last section, the one you're definitely going to fall asleep to if you haven't already. So, go to the bathroom. podcast is you just not maybe you're playing a game on a mobile device or you're just scrolling through apps relaxation meditation guide. I'm just gonna say, relax your body. (laughs) Okay, that's probably something I can improve. But, just get get snuggly in your bed. There. I don't know. I'll find a better way to say that. Later. In the next episode, maybe. Um, okay, and this last one, last part you're talking, is the hardest one, but it's the most important.
1: Turn your mind off. Yeah. That's not so easy to do. So of all the
2: things that keep me awake at night, it's usually my mind. It wants to think about things. So this is where I want to replace what's going on in your mind with the last section section is called the fade out which I like that name I think of all my the sections I named I like I like that name the best the fade out so what you're gonna do here is fade out is you're going to do your best off, and replace what has been stressing you, uh, or just what is going on in your mind, and replace it with what I'm talking about in the fade-out. And hopefully it's not something that's super interesting or anything like that. It's just meant to be somewhat rambly. sound like a three-ring circus, so no, not like that, but the things I'll either ramble about um, or I'll read, the things like that might change. I have um, a lot of ideas of things I want to try, but the fade out, so I want to try them and then just see which ones you like the most. All right, so read and ramble about a Wikipedia page, and I have a name for this fade-out whenever I use this one. <laughs> Alright, are you ready? I'm, uh, I'm kind of proud of this name of this fade-out. So when I whisper-read from a Wikipedia page, I'm gonna call it the Whisperpedia. Yeah? kind of dorky, but kind of funny. Um, Alright, so I'm actually going to use my my tablet during this, because when I... Oh! I'll tell you what topic I picked. Um, the
1: topic I picked, and I didn't think about this for too long. It just seemed whispering, so
2: that kind of meta, is that my, in my podcast, Sleep Whispers, and in my fatal, called Whisperpedia, I'm going to read about whispering,
1: yeah, I guess, uh, one, I didn't think too hard about it, so it just seemed like an
2: obvious thing to do. And two, I was, or I am, kind of curious to see what does Wikipedia say about whispering. So I took a quick look at the page. It's not very long. And I decided that I wasn't going to read it from a piece of paper because there's some things on the Wikipedia page that I may want to click on and kind of see what they're referring to. Alright. Here is what Wikipedia has to say about whispering. And so the name of the page is whispering. Yeah. Whispering is an unvoiced mode of phonation in which the vocal folds, and they have vocal cords in parentheses, are adducted so that they do not vibrate. Air passes between the arytenoid cartilage And, like, in music, so, like, maybe, like, a guitar string is vibration,
1: and that's sound through vibration. Uh, I don't know enough about, like, wind instruments. I think the the wind
2: still vibrates something in wind instruments, like some have a reed.
1: I was thinking that trumpet, like your lips are vibrating, I don't know, all right,
2: I'll just keep reading. Alright, supralaryngeal articulation remains the same as in normal speech. I don't know what they mean by that, just fancy talk. In normal speech, the vocal form states of voice and voicelessness.
1: In whispering, only the voicing segments change,
2: so the vocal folds alternate between whisper and voicelessness. And then they have in parentheses, though the acoustic difference between the two states is minimal. I'm putting myself to sleep with this. (laughs) I shouldn't laugh because I I have to be somewhat
1: serious. I guess I'm trying to of this circumstance,
2: there is currently no known possibility to use speech recognition successfully on a whispering person, as the characteristic spectral range needed to detect syllables and words is not given through the total absence of tone. All right, actually that is curious you can't do speech recognition on whispering, I, yeah, I kind of ran
1: into this problem. Um, I was, that's so funny, that they say that? Um,
2: I was, uh, reading the, no, what was I doing? Oh, I was listening to whispering whisper videos on YouTube and there's a function in YouTube that will um not translate
1: it's not the right word, is it? Where they it's like dictation. I don't know what the word is, but where they'll basically do speech recognition
2: and show you text, so speech to text, and yeah, that's just the easy way to say it, is there's a function on YouTube videos where you can have speech to text um, shown to you. So I tried to do that on Whispering Life's videos and it really didn't work. So I thought that it was just because,
1: you know, our videos are older The quality is not that good, and just the
2: software on YouTube may not be, you know, the best.
1: But, I think what this is saying is that it doesn't matter. They just say you can't do speech recognition on whispering. Uh, That's interesting.
2: Siri, can she understand that? Or you whispered to Oil's
1: Cortana or any of those? I don't know, can, can our phones recognize our speech commands? Mm. I never thought about that till now.
2: Alright, so this <laughs> this article's getting, well, at least that sentence was interesting. Alright, continue on. There's no symbol in the IPA for Whispered Phonation.
1: It's, I don't know what the IPA is. Should I click it?
2: Alright, I, I clicked IPA to see what it meant. And it is the International Phonetic Alphabet. Alright, but I'm not going to read that open. Submission. The page that you're looking for used information that you entered. Returning to that page might cause any action you took to be repeated. Well, I don't know, that sounds ominous and yet not so ominous. Well, big deal. Alright, I went back. Alright, there is no symbol in the IPA, International Phonetic Alphabet. For whispered phonation, since it is not used phonemically in any language. However, a sub-dot under phonemically voiced, vegma- voiced segments is found in the extended IPA and sometimes seen in the literature. show these three symbols, in brackets, that look like hieroglyphics. It's, uh, one of them looks like a music symbol. One of them looks like an upside-down omega symbol, with a dot underneath. And then, one just looks like a D. Alright, so that one's not so complicated, <laughs> but it has a dot underneath it. Right, anyway, what it says is, um, as, and then they show those
1: symbols, for, whispered, should. I don't know what they're talking about here.
2: It's sometimes seen in the literature as symbols for, whispered, should. And they have the word should Alex. I really have no idea what they're saying there.
1: Why a whispered should. Huh? Alright. So I'm definitely not bringing you any wisdom on that sentence. Hmm. Alright. The next part of the article on whispering.
2: has a little par- it's a paragraph, and the topic is the social role of whispering. And it says, Whispering is generally used quietly to limit the hearing of speech to listeners who are nearby. Alright, that I understand. <laughs> I could have written that sentence. Example, what this is them saying, or it continues. For example, to convey secret information without being overheard, or to avoid disturbing others in a quiet place, such as a library or place of of worship. Loud whispering. Known as a stage whisper. Oh, okay. I didn't know that it had a name. That's kind of interesting. Loud whispering. That there is an oxymoron. Alright. Loud whispering, known as a stage whisper, is generally used only for dramatic or emphatic purposes spring also takes less effort to vocalize than
1: a normal speech pattern. Okay, so I agree with that. doesn't feel very energetic. This is because less
2: air needs to be used to vocalize the sound. However, while it takes less effort to produce a whisper. It tires out the vocal folds more quickly. Alright, so I do find that interesting because if you listen to Whispering Life's first videos that she posted, and she whispered in all of them, she talks about having um, some problems with her whispering, like it it was hard for her to do and so she didn't do it for very, like for long sessions and so that kind of scared me because I've never whispered for this long and based on what this says and what Whispering Life said,
1: uh, we'll have to see what happens. So far my vocal folds feel okay, but I do. I know I find it hard to breathe.
2: Like, not... I don't have any breathing problems normally. But I think it's just without training and this constant way I'm breathing through whispering. But that's the only thing I'm feeling right now, from the whispering. We'll have to
1: see uh, how my vocal folds are affected. Alright, the next section,
2: which kind of looks like the last section. (laughs) So basically, Wikipedia only has three paragraphs on whispering. Alright, the next section of this Wikipedia page is whispering in animals. And it says a number of species of animals have been observed to whisper. I am shocked by that. I never thought of other animals as whispering. I like cotton top tamarinds, the barbastel bat,
1: and the female of the fish species, croaking geramis.
2: I'm trying not to laugh because <laughs> I can't picture fish whispering. <laughs> Alright, this is a horrible fade out. I should be more serious. Those are a type of monkey. Let me click on that and check. Okay, yes, uh, these are a monkey. A uh, New World monkey, one of the smallest primates. Uh, I was in Panama recently, and I think I saw these. I think these were some of the monkeys that I saw there. Uh, it says they're in Colombia. So, yes, here are some other primates besides humans, which whisper, okay? So, that does not, I mean, if I'm gonna guess that there's other animals that whisper, then monkeys would be at the top. The next one they listed was a type of bat, and that's pretty surprising. (laughs) I'm <laughs>
1: I just need to keep going. Um... The reasons
2: for... Okay, um, I'm continuing to read the article. There's only, like, one long sentence left in it. The reasons for animal whispering vary, and are not fully understood, but whispering among the tamarinds, those were the monkeys, appears to serve a social purpose. All the species of bats appear to whisper in order to evade detection by its particular prey eared moths. okay so, they have detected whispering and reason for whispering in the monkeys and the uh, bats now the the monkey one says appears to serve as social purpose and then there's a link to the, our citation so let me click that because this article is much more than anticipated and I am actually curious about what they have, uh, what the citation says. So I clicked it and it took me to a page of Audubon
1: Monkeys Can Whisper,
2: and then the subtitle of the article is, Hello, Here is the Deck. You're old, and you don't care. I have no idea what that means. Hello, here is the deck. As far as the I don't know, I don't wanna read this whole thing to you. I know I should because that's what I'm supposed to be doing.
1: Whisper when a zoo supervisor comes around. That's how they noticed the whispering behavior. So they noticed that when they when this guy came around, this
2: supervisor,
1: that they would whisper to each other. this guy. In the past, they've made alert calls. And the
2: researchers were surprised because instead of the monkeys
1: doing alert calls, they went quiet. And then the researchers amplified the sound.
2: soft chirps, and so they deduced they were whispery
1: chirps. Okay, and then the rest of the article starts going into the fish, and I can't read that
2: and do a good fade-out. Alright, so anyway, that explains. First fade out. Um,
1: a half success and a half failure. I think
2: the idea was kind of good, but I don't think I should be laughing in the middle
1: of a fade out. We'll chalk that up as a uh, as a lesson learned. So, if you're asleep, then good. If you're not asleep, then if you have any other um, ideas about
2: future topics you'd like me, you'd like me to read for the Whisperpedia
1: session, then you can let me know that also. a closing statement or anything like that. But um, I guess it'd just be the standard thing of just let
2: me know if you have any questions or feedback um, or any thoughts that were triggered by one of the sections in this podcast, and you can just email them to me at sleepwhispers at gmail.com, and I can share them in the meta-chat section. All right. Well, <laughs> I should... No, that's so, that's so cheap.